We talk about business primarily on this show, but hey, business owners, entrepreneurs, you need love, right? And if you already have love, you want that love to even improve. So how do you do all this? How do you find love right here on Allie and You? Welcome to Allie and You, the business success and lifestyle show. I am so excited today. As always, we bring on amazing experts in their space to make life and business so much more enjoyable, so much more successful. Well, today we're going to shift a little bit and we're going to talk about love because when you're in love and you're happy, what happens? everything improves. You make more money, your business is more successful. So we're going to talk about how you manifest all of that with our fantastic guest and my dear friend, Arielle Ford. Now, if you haven't met Arielle or if you haven't seen her on the show here before, she is a love and relationship expert and a leading personality in the personal growth and contemporary spiritual movement. For the past 30 years, she has been living and teaching and promoting consciousness through all forms of media. She is a speaker and producer and host of Evolving Wisdom's Art of Love series. Arielle is a gifted writer and the author of 11 books. Okay, if you haven't, I'm just telling you, I've written two and it was insane, so I have no idea. She's incredible, including the international bestseller, The Soulmate Secret, Manifest the Love of Your Life with the Law of Attraction, and Turn Your Mate into Your Soulmate, both fantastic books. She's been called the Cupid of Consciousness and the Fairy Godmother of Love. She lives right here in beautiful La Jolla, California with her husband and soulmate, also Brian Hillard, and their feline friend. So, Please help me welcome Arielle Ford. Thank you, Allison. It's so fun to talk with you. Yeah, I know. I think this is like your third or fourth time yeah. on the show. We just and I was just we were talking about it. This when we bring Arielle to the show, like our ratings go way up. So you are definitely in for a treat. And so um, I love the conversations we have around love. Like who who doesn't want more love in their life, right? So there's different ways that, um, that someone might define a soulmate, right? We're always looking for our soulmate. How, how would you describe that? I believe that a soulmate is first and foremost somebody you can completely be yourself with, somebody with whom you share unconditional love, and when you look into their eyes, you have the experience of being home. And if you accept that definition, then the truth is you already have many soulmates in your life. It could be your parents, your siblings, your kids, your cats, your dogs, your coworkers. All of them fit into that definition. So if you're single and you don't wanna be single, one of the fastest ways to manifest a romantic soulmate is to have a daily gratitude process where you give thanks for all the love you already have. Oh, I love that. I've always said, 
Daisy, my bulldog, is my soul dog. She is. And I know that feeling. I do. I look into her eyes and she's like, I love you, mommy. I love you, mommy. <laughs> no, <laughs> so it's true. I love that. Um, so does everyone have a soulmate? We have so many potential romantic soulmates out there. So right now there are 7.5 billion people alive on the planet. Half of them are single. So chances are you have a couple of hundred thousand excellent prospects for soulmates out there. So you're literally tripping over potential soulmates every day. Wow. And so this, when people say uh, what you want doesn't exist, that's like mathematically impossible. Exactly. Almost, Unless right? you want to be right. You know, there's a lot of people out there who like, they had this whole story. I'm too old, I'm too fat, I'm too damaged, all the good ones are taken, the mm -hmm. one that was got away, I live in the wrong city, you know, old, men my age only want younger women. They have this litany of excuses. Yeah. That's like saying, I want to start a business, but I'm too old, uh, I don't know how to do it, you know, right. it doesn't stop you. If you're in business, nothing stops you, yeah. right? Yeah. But when it comes to love, Women sometimes sit home on the couch with this, well, if it's meant to be for me to have love, love will find me. They'll come and, knocking. Right. And, on and the Amazon door. one click has not <laughs> not delivered this yet. So just like you wouldn't sit home <laughs> with your three minor children starving saying, it's meant to be for me to have work. Work will find me. You would not. You shouldn't sit around waiting for love to find you. Just like you know how to go out and make stuff happen in your career. Yeah. I can show anybody how to make stuff happen in their love life. People used to tell me all the time, Allison, in my 30s and then my 40s, you're too old or what you want doesn't exist. And I am so grateful. I they were listen. so wrong. Yeah. I just tuned them out. So, um, but, you know, some people, they feel like, well, I'm just meant to go on this journey alone. And so in a sense, it's a decision, right? It's a self-fulfilling self prophecy. You know, you just decide, oh, well, you know, I, I'm too much of this or too little of that. And here's all the reasons I can't do it. And then, you know, a year from now, they're still alone. You know, yeah. they get to make themselves right over and over again. And it doesn't have to be that way. I mean, one of the best parts of my day is turning on my email every morning and getting these emails from students saying, oh my God, you were right. I met the one. Here's my engagement ring. Will you come to my wedding? And they're 40, they're 50, they're 60, they're 70. You yeah. know, I have, I've had them as old as 88. Okay. Wow. So wow. it is absolutely possible for anybody in any situation to find love. Yeah. Yeah. That is so beautiful. Now, uh, you hear a lot about manifesting and, you know, I, I'm a big believer in that, but can you kind of break it down? What does that process look like? Well, it's really simple. So Law of Attraction 101 states that we draw to us the people places and experiences that match our state of being. So if our state of being is, I'm loving, I'm lovable, I'm deserving of love, love finds me easily, that will be your experience. Or if you're living in the state, I'm a loser when it comes to love, I'm unlucky in love, there's 10 million reasons why I can't have love, that too will be your experience. So the first thing we need to do is manage our own mind, 
Yes. Right? We first have to really believe that love is possible. Now, how do you do that? You do that by doing a little research and discovering all the kinds of people that find love. Like, for instance, there's all these women who say to me, well, when I lose 30 pounds, I'll start dating. It's like, we both know you're never going to lose the 30 pounds. <laughs> and we also know that... Now, do you say that? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. I, I can be really difficult sometimes. <laughs> but it's true, because even if you lose the weight, 99% of the people gain the weight back. The weight is not the issue. The yeah. thing you need to know, for those of you who think you need to lose weight, the average size wedding dress sold in the United States of America is a size 16. You do not need to be a 2, a 4, or a 6 to find love. Right. Okay. Yeah. Just, I mean, and you want someone that is loving you for all of you. Exactly. Right. You know, so unless you're on that show 600 pounds and housebound or whatever it is, yeah. you know, I, I can give you an example of somebody your size who's found love. Size is not the issue. Yeah. So there's a couple of things involved. You, you want to believe that love is possible. And of course, there'll be days when you have doubts. Yeah. And that's okay. That's normal. You just thank your mind for sharing and then move on. <laughs> you know, you want to have clarity about what your must-haves are and your deal-breakers. You know, so like for me, one of my must-haves was I needed a man who was generous. Not with his wallet. I made plenty of money. I needed a man who was generous with his love, affection, attention, time, appreciation, that's what my soul was most calling for. Yes, and you know? your husband is very generous. Right, he's all of that. He's, yes. you know, he's just a heart chakra on legs. Yeah. But that required that I give up this idea of what he looked like or how tall he was or how much money he makes. People think, oh, well, my husband has to make half a million dollars a year or more. And, and the truth is, no matter how much money someone has when you meet them, all that money could be gone tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, the money comes and goes. Yes. What you want on your must-have list is I want a mate who is financially responsible. That is so much more important. Yes. Even if you're supporting everything, yes. as long as they're financially responsible, you're going to yes. have a good life. And showing up, right? Right, right. and if you're, you know, if you're somebody who cares about what you eat and fitness and being healthy, then your must have is my mate is someone who leads a healthy lifestyle. You don't say, well, they have to be a triathlete or they have to be a vegan. You know, right. I know one very happy couple where she's not only a vegan, but she only wears organic food and cleans with, you know, environmentally friendly products. And her husband is a motorcycle repairman who smokes and hunts, but he eats everything that he kills. And they couldn't be happier because for the first time in her life, she knows that she's loved for who she is. Yeah. She feels supported. He adores her. He's devoted to her. But they lead separate lifestyles when it comes to food. Right. Yeah. That's fantastic. And I think it's, it's, uh, it's a process to even go through that, right? To just get clear. And I'll tell you what the process is because it's okay. really easy. Okay. So you sit down and you just make a list of the last three bad relationships you had. Okay? <laughs> okay. And on one side of the page, you list the things that worked in each relationship, even okay. if there's only a few. Okay. And then on the other side, you, re you list the things that are never again. Right. Okay. Yeah. And then you'll know your must-haves and your deal-breakers yeah. for the next one. You'll have this clarity. 
oh, okay, well, for sure I could never again be with a lying, cheating, you know what? Yeah. You know, so you want somebody who has honest, honesty and high integrity. Okay? Right. There's a must-have for yes. you, right? So it's just a process. Or someone that's emotionally available and wants a relationship. Well, that's an interesting thing. So emotional availability, quite often, if that's what keeps showing up for you, it's because you're not emotionally available. Wow. So that's being mirrored back to you. There's a part of you that's not open, willing, and receptive to love if every man who shows up is not available. Wow. Yeah. So it looks like the problem's over there. Yeah, so you have to really look at yourself and say, how am I not being available? Right, because let me give you a few statistics. Okay. So everybody knows that the statistic for first, first marriages ending in divorce is 50%. Right? That's mm -hmm. everybody knows this. Yeah. What most people don't know is that sixty-four percent of second marriages and seventy-three percent of third marriages end in divorce. Wow. And the reason isn't because you married the same guy three times. It's because you showed up in a marriage three times and you haven't grown. You yeah. haven't changed. You haven't expanded. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so Yeah, you would hope by the third time that you would evolve right? right and learn because you're going to be carrying that stuff forward yes with you right yeah and uh into other relationships but um so can you speed up the process like is i mean here's do you why, see here's an why, average here's or why something? you don't want to speed up the process okay. okay okay so yes we live in this instant gratification you know model yeah. And when it comes to love, it doesn't work. And the reason it doesn't work is because it's the biggest, most important choice you're ever going to make. And you want to choose wisely. And you can't get to know somebody deeply by speed dating through it with them. It really takes a full year yeah. to really deeply get to know somebody, to get to know their values, to see them in different circumstances, to meet their friends and family and have your friends and family meet them. Yes. Because the, the hallmarks of a great long-term happy marriage uh, are the same for everybody. It's about a little bit of chemistry. You don't need a ton of chemistry, but a little bit of chemistry connection, compatibility, clear communication, which can be learned. Mm -hmm. And the two most important parts of that is one, a shared vision of the future. I want kids, you want kids. I right. want to live by the beach, you want to live by the beach. You know, yeah. it doesn't work if I want to live in Alaska and you want to live in Bali. Okay, it doesn't work. Yeah. And then you have to feel physically and emotionally safe with them. Mm. So that takes time. So yeah. all this thing, well, I, I, you know, I'm running out of time. You know, I'm 39 and a half. I got to find somebody right now. Take a breath. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Take a breath. It's more important that you wait. I had, I, um, had this one young friend who uh, Brian and I were coaching. And she was 32 when we met her. Her parents were of Indian descent. She was raised in the States. And she was just desperate. Her family was putting so much pressure on her. And she kept saying over and over again, I'm just a homely girl. I'm just a homely girl. And I was like, you're beautiful. What are you talking about? She said, no, in my culture, homely means unmarriageable. It means nobody wants you. You have to live at home with your parents. And I just said to her, listen, it's a timing thing. I know your yeah. soulmate's out there. I know your kids are out there in the future. Someday Brian and I are going to dance at your wedding, I promise you. And eight years later, literally, when she turned 40, we danced at her wedding 
And on the day of her wedding, she discovered she was pregnant with her first child. She's now given birth to two children. Wow. But yeah. I asked her at her wedding, I said, was he worth waiting eight years for? And she said, absolutely. And they're just so happy together. Yeah. Well, I didn't meet uh, my husband till I was 42. And, you know, I would say to him, gosh, I, wet, I wish we met sooner. And he would say, no, you didn't want to know me back then. Like, right. I still had, he was kind of wild and crazy. He said, you would have run for the hills. We, Brian and I, I met him when I was 43. And I remember hearing from his friends saying, God, we never thought Brian would end up with somebody like you. And it's like, what do you mean somebody like me? Well, you're so sane and grounded. And, <laughs> and Brian's such a wild maniac. And he had like, you know, and even his mother said to me, oh, I'm so happy to meet you. Because he was like Mike, a wild child, you know, yeah. crazy maniac. And, and we both acknowledged that had we met a moment sooner, it would have never worked. Yeah. It's, you know, you really have to trust the process. So what is it that um, there are some things that people get wrong when they're trying to manifest their soulmate? What are, what are some things that you find that um, people are struggling with? You know, I think particularly women who consider themselves spiritual want the hairy version of themselves, okay? That's what Alison Armstrong calls it, the hairy version of themselves. They want someone who's waking up and drinking green drinks, going to hot yoga, meditating twice a day, you know, practicing mindfulness, shopping at Whole Foods, and uh, you know, doing yoga and meditation. They think, okay, they want a spiritual guy. And the truth is, it doesn't matter if he does yoga and does meditation, because if that were any indication of values, Russell Simmons was not somebody you would think is going to be charged with four rapes. Okay, he's written best-selling books on yoga and meditation. Right. You know, there wouldn't be all these guru scandals of gurus and yoga teachers sleeping with their their students. Right. All right. Right. So that's what, not like a that's not like a preventative. No, it, it, it's not an indication. What it is an indication is that some of these guys are really smart and they know the hot-looking girls are in the yoga classes <laughs> and that's why they're there. Okay, that's more likely to be true. So, you know, what you want to do is really look and see what are the heart traits and qualities my soul is most calling for. Am I looking? What they're looking for is a conscious man. And the difference between a conscious man and a spiritual man is a conscious man is someone who lives his life on purpose. Yeah. So they may have never read Marianne Williamson or Deepak Chopra or Don Miguel Ruiz or heard of any of these people. But they, they have good ethics, and they volunteer at Big Brothers, and they'll drive your mother to the doctors, and they'll take a bullet for you, and they're yeah. going to, you know, that's what... And they what take I, responsibility. Right. right, and it doesn't really matter what, what they believe in. Unless you're a practicing Catholic, and you want someone who's going to church every Sunday with you, what you're looking for is a conscious man or a conscious woman, because these yeah. apply regardless of, you know, your lifestyle. Right, yeah. Yeah, and, and maybe it's because when when women say that, it's like they want someone that is sensitive. I don't know. What do you think? Sensitive and sensitive to well, their feelings? Know, men and women are just so different. Yeah. You know, if you really need someone who's going to empathize with you, call your best friend, call your mother, you know, <laughs> go out for drinks with the girls. You know, at the end of the day, 
there are other people in your lives who can serve, you know, serve that. Now, definitely you want somebody who's going to be there to help you out and be empathetic. Right. You know, but asking one person to be all, all of those that. Things. That's a lot of pressure. It's, it's not only a lot of pressure, you're not getting the best possible advice. Yeah. You know, like there are certain things I would go to you for before I'd go to Brian for, right? Yeah. You know, because I want the best possible advice. You know, if I want to feel loved, nurtured, adored, protected, that's what Brian does. You know, right. if I want to just dish, you know, there's several people I can Skype with and we can just dish and have a good time. Right. I think this is a really good point. I think this is where a lot of women get stuck. Yeah. You know, trying to have, have that one person be and, the and I, end all. I know a lot of your people also are coaches, so I have a warning for female coaches who are okay. looking to get married. Never, ever coach your boyfriend or husband unless they specifically ask you about one thing. If they need coaching, you find them a coach. Yeah. Okay, but otherwise you shift the male-female dynamic, it will kill your sex life because now you're going to be big mama. And I know coaches can't help but coach. They know yeah. that they know the answer and you need to shut up, keep your mouth shut. <laughs> yeah. It's and it's hard. hard to work on. Oh no, I have to, every day I have to like stop myself because yeah. you know, I'm a know-it-all. Yeah. You know, and and <laughs> I want to just say, you know, honey, it would be a whole lot easier if you did it this way. But there, there's been a study done. Do you know what the number one thing men want more than sex? What? I have no idea. Respect. Mm. So when you're coaching, especially if you're offering up unasked for coaching, you're disrespecting his intellect. Oh, interesting. See, I wouldn't have thought that way. So respect, trust, right? Right. So yeah, that Somebody makes sense. once told me that you never take a male over the age of five and do anything for him or show him how to do anything unless asked. Over the age of five. Over the age of five. Wow. That might be a little young, but yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's amazing. So, um, so you've you've coined uh, you have a process called love before first sight. Yes. So can you tell it's us about actually, that? It's actually a theory more than a process. So so you understand quantum science, right? Yes. In quantum science, what we know is that there is no time. There's no past, there's no future, there's just this now moment. Yeah. And in quantum science, we know that we all exist in a field. And in the field, we are already connected to everything and everybody. So in the field, in this now moment, on the unseen plane, you are already connected to your soulmate. So you can stop living like my soulmate is missing and start the relationship right now in this moment. And the way you do that is you close your eyes, you drop from your head down to your heart, you get into a heart coherent space, a loving space, and then you send out a golden cord from your heart to their heart, even though you don't know their name, you don't know where they are, you send this golden cord of love to their heart and you have a conversation with them. And you do that every day. You just take time every day to connect on this heart level. Wow. And when you do this, and when you finally meet them on the physical plane in the 3D world, there's a, a, a spark of recognition because you started the relationship before first sight. 
Wow, that is so powerful. I, and, and I believe that is so true, that the past, present, future are happening at the same time. I know for some of you, you might be thinking, wait, what, what a minute. But we invented the clock and the calendars and all, all right. of those things. So, and I know with when I was ready to meet Mike, I just kept visualizing every day this man walking towards me, you know, and really feeling him over and over walking towards me. It's just... Yeah. And, and there he showed and up. And, and you can do it with more than just love relationships. I, I do this with money all the time. Now, do I know where the money's coming from? No, and I don't need to know. What yeah. I need to keep reminding myself is the money always comes, and it already exists. It's not like the money's not out there. Right. It's just coming to me from the craziest places, yeah. the most unexpected ways. And I've learned to let go of the need to know the how. If I'm stuck on, well, how is it going to happen? Yeah. Then I'm not trusting that it's already happened. Right. So that's sort of the shift in thinking. The, what I've asked for is already mine. I love that. that it, and you just, it's, you just have to draw in or expect that it's coming. No, no, not even expect it. Just know it. Be grateful for it. Yes. I'm so grateful for all the abundance in my life. I, I did this. Uh, I, it happens all the time, but I did this really crazy thing one day. I'd just gotten home from a book tour. It was February. I was really tired, and I was sort of pining for a Caribbean vacation. And I was like sitting back in my chair at my desk. Oh, God, wouldn't it be lovely to be on a beach with the turquoise waters and the sun, feeling the sun on my body. And then the phone rang. And this woman asked for Greg Reed, who we know. And I, and I said, well, there's no Greg here, but he's a friend of mine. I know him. Do you want me to give you his number? And it turned out that it was a woman that I had met once. And we started talking. And we still couldn't really figure out how she dialed my, my number for Greg. And, and I said, well, just before you hang up, tell me what you're up to. And she said, oh, I'm getting ready to go sailing on my sailboat in the Caribbean. And I said, oh, my God, that sounds so wonderful. I was just daydreaming about that. She said, well, why don't you and your husband come with me? And I said, what are you talking about? She said, another couple was booked to go with us. Oh and they just canceled God. this morning. Everything's paid for. All you need to do is get yourself to whatever, British Virgin Islands. And I said, well, what kind of boat is it? Oh, it's a 48-foot catamaran. And I said, well, I'm a yes, but I need to go talk to my husband. What's your number? I'll call you back. So I run upstairs and I tell Brian, oh my God, we just got invited on this like free week-long sailing thing. And he starts asking me all these questions. Well, who's the captain of the boat? And, and you know, like technical stuff. Yeah. And, and what do you know about her? And what do you know about the husband? And I'm like, I don't know anything. Let me go get your answer. So I call her back and I ask her these 15 questions. And she's the captain. She's had her captain's license for 18 years. Her husband's a pilot for uh, net jets. He flies G5s and G6s. You know, I get all this great information. So I run back upstairs and I, and I give Brian the information. I was like, just say yes. I really want to go. Just say yes. I said, not only that, we have points on American. The ticket's not even going to cost anything. So... Um, he, he gets this look on his face, and I was like, listen, we're great swimmers. If they're crazy people, we'll jump off the boat and we'll swim to safety. Okay, so that's how we ended up on this trip. And it all came out of just allowing myself to yeah. say, 
Wouldn't it be lovely if? And you, t I mean, you totally manifested that because here it was almost like a mistake call, the wrong number. Yeah. And, and it was a fantastic trip. Yeah. It was great. Wow. Yeah. Okay, well, I know what I'm going to be closing my eyes and thinking about <laughs> tonight. So, um, now you talk about that it's important to have an accountability partner yes. for finding your soulmate. Like you, you think about that in business or weight loss, but you don't really think about that in love. Why do you feel that's important? Um, I think it's important, especially for women, because it's so easy to get distracted. You know, so like I tell women, if you're really super dedicated to finding love, you're gonna put it in your calendar now. You're gonna put it in your calendar that you're gonna spend at least 30 minutes every day you know, working on online dating. You're gonna put uh, times in your calendar when you have time to go on coffee dates and when you have time to go on dinner dates. You're actually gonna block the time now even though you don't have the date. Okay, and so it's really easy to just say, oh, well, I've got this work thing or I've got this kid thing. And, and you'll look for any excuse not to stay focused. So when you have to report back to somebody, yeah. when somebody's holding you accountable, you're gonna be more productive just as you are in business. Yeah, and you're putting your intention there. You know, I, I set a date when I was gonna meet Mike and when we were gonna get married. And, and we met within that time. So, I mean, what do you think about that? Well, I think for somebody like yourself who was already an advanced manifester and had a level of consciousness with which to do that, that's great. For the newbies out there that haven't done it, I would say that's an, adva an advanced practice. You know, get a year under your belt of showing yourself that you can manifest and start easy, like with a, the perfect little black dress or a parking space, you know. <laughs> But, um, you know, I agree, like our friend Peggy McCall, this yes. is what she did. So Peggy has been uh, working with Bob Proctor since she was like 12. You know, she's a master manifester. And after her divorce, she and her young son moved to the suburbs and she was working from home. The only time she left the house was to grocery shop, pick the kid up at school or take him to hockey practice. And that was her whole life, but she wanted to manifest love. So right. being an advanced manifester, she created an affirmation for herself where she basically said, my soulmate will find me. That was the essence of it. One morning at eight in the morning, her doorbell rings. She goes to the door. There's a very handsome man standing there holding a small dog. And he says to me, it says to her, you know, my name is Denny, they live in Canada. And he said, I'm new to the neighborhood. I've seen you walking your dog. I'm the pilot for the Prime Minister of Canada. I have to go to work and my dog sitter is sick. Is there any possible way you would watch Pookie for me for the day? <laughs> and of course she said yes. Yeah. And when he came back at six o'clock to pick up Pookie, she had the wine and cheese ready. They've yeah. now been married for 12 years. And they have two new puppies because Pookie and her dog have since passed. Oh my God, that is, that is such a great story. Oh my gosh. Um, let's see. You know, you've, I've heard you say this and, you know, a lot of people uh, might disagree, but you've really got to learn to love yourself first to find love. What, what are your thoughts I, around I that? I totally disagree with that. Okay. Okay, I think this whole self-love thing is out of control. Okay. Okay, so if you're somebody who suffers from self-loathing, Okay. to a degree that it really ruins your life, 
yeah. then you need therapy. Right, okay? that's this is different. What, that's why God invented therapists. The okay. truth is, all of us, no matter how successful, have self-doubt. We have a critical voice in our head that's always, you know, chirping away, being the monkey mind. You can't do this. You can't do that. Whatever. Yeah. Who do you? Who do you? Who, think do, you, who are? do you think you are? Right. Even Paul McCartney was talking about this on an interview recently. Even he still has it. Okay, this is normal. Yeah. Okay, so if you're out there, well, I can't have love until I'm madly in love with myself and I love myself so much, you're going to be alone for the rest of your life. <laughs> okay, the fastest way to learn to love yourself more is when you're in a soulmate relationship and you see your soulmate reflecting back to you yeah. how much they love you. Nothing will heal you faster than love. So the truth is, regardless of where you are on the self-love scale, that should not be a reason not to be looking for your soulmate. Unless, you know, unless it's an illness. Yeah, I think that's so true. How many people have you met that when they're in a relationship you go, oh my God, they seem so much happier. They're so much nicer, you know? So it's really yeah, that it, they've learned to love themselves through the relationship. I'm a much better person because I'm with Brian, you know? Yeah. I mean, when we first got together, I was, you know, hyper ambitious, type A to the max, you know, just a, a nervous wreck. I had all this responsibility. And then suddenly, you know, I had this person who was there to hold space for my success. My success level doubled after I got married. My income level doubled. And it wasn't because I was working double. I was actually working less. But I suddenly had this emotional safety that I'd never had before. Yeah. Somebody who really believed in me. Somebody I could walk through the door and they'd say, oh, God, you better go take a bath. I see you had a really bad day. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It makes all the difference and in the world. believed in you and right. all of those things. Yeah, you too. want someone who's your biggest cheerleader. Yeah, yeah. And so what is, what's feathering the next? The nest. Feathering the, the nest. nest. Yes. Um, so you want to prepare your home for your soulmate. And even if you're living in a closet at your mother's house and you're sure you're never going to live there with your soulmate, this is not an excuse not to do it. So wherever it is that you're living, you want to get it ready. And you do this a couple of different ways. First, you want to clear out all the clutter. Okay. Feng Shui 101, get rid of clutter. Then you want to get rid of all the photographs and souvenirs and mementos that are reminding you of past relationships. Good or bad, it doesn't matter what the memories are. If they're about a past relationship, your unconscious is still tying you to those people. Really? So you need to get rid of that. And when I say get rid of it, ideally, like gone, but if you're so sentimental you can't do that, box it up and put it in somebody else's garage, not yours, and get it out of the house. Uh, wow, if, I got some work to do. And this <laughs> but goes I've been for, married wait, for a long this time. This goes for jewelry too. So if, really? you're, if you've taken your last engagement ring and repurposed it into a necklace and you're wearing it around your neck every day, you are still energetically tied to your ex because gemstones and metals, gold, silver, platinum, hold energy. Yeah. And on an unconscious level, you are still tied to whoever gave you that. Wow. So I would say give it to nieces or sell it or at least put it away for a very long time. And then when you are married to your soulmate, ask, do you mind if I wear these earrings that, you know, boyfriend number 32 gave me? Yeah. You know, so that's what I talk about feathering the nest, really preparing on a lot of different levels. And there's 
probably 20 other things you could do as well, but I know we don't have all day. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really making space for making this space. person to come yes. in. And so, I mean, these are things that you you really, you're such the expert and you teach these people, you teach people how to do this. You've had success story after success story. So for those of you that are sitting there going, I thought I was learning business today. I'm learning mm -hmm. more about love and you are ready to find that soulmate. I mean, you, you have a special gift. You have um, something exciting yeah. coming up. So Claire Zanet, the founder of Feminine Power and I, have put together a free 75-minute webinar where we teach women how to unblock their blocks to love. We teach the super skills of dating. We give all kinds of information on how to raise your love frequency so that you're vibrating on the speed of love and bringing more love into your life. So it's a really juicy, content-rich, free 75 minutes. And all you have to do is go to soulmate44.com, soulmate44.com, okay. and you can instantly get registered for it. Fantastic, soulmate44.com. And uh, four is my lucky number. Although uh, I already 44 have my... is my lucky number. Oh, really? Okay, <laughs> fantastic. Well, this has been so much fun. I always love when you, when you come here, and this will definitely not be the last. So, um, so if you are ready to manifest your soulmate, you definitely want to check out this webinar that uh, that Ariel has prepared for you and uh, and maybe maybe even if you already have your soulmate but you know somebody else right right that you're close to right and if you're already with your soulmate and there are moments where you're angry frustrated disappointed or ready to leave if you go to my website uh, which is soulmatesecret.com I have free chapters to my book turn your mate into your soulmate yeah yeah, hey, I think it's natural. Every relationship goes through periods like that, but you can spruce up in most yeah. any relationship. Well, this has been awesome. Thank, thank you. you. Thank fun. you. All right, well, thank you for being here with us on Allie and You. Until next time, get out there, elevate yourself, because you are worth it.